Welcome to our podcast, First Time Parents, an unedited, unfiltered, raw, real account of our first time experience as parents to baby Memphis, who's currently asleep in the back of the caravan. For now. <laughs> <laughs> We've just heard a little cough, so we'll see how we go. Um, but this, I think this episode is for women as well, like the mums as well as the dads, but we're going to be focusing on you being the dad. And I hate to say it, but you kind of feel a bit helpless right now. Absolutely, yeah. There's times where you just literally feel helpless and you, you can't settle your boy or your daughter, you know, and you just stop and think like, Jesus, what, what am I doing wrong or what can I do to help the situation? But you just can't find that answer. Well, this morning you were really sweet and, you know, we had a crazy night on the road like because we are touring around Western Australia at the moment. Sitting and- in a beautiful car park. Um, I think it's just a couple of beaches away from Esperance. Just the water is stunning. Yeah. So the view is perfect. The view is perfect. But we are on the road and so, you know, times can be challenging. We're all in one van. Um, but this morning he just wouldn't settle from about well, midnight, like on and off. And then 5am, I was laying in bed with him trying to settle him and nothing was happening. So you took him for a walk. So you weren't helpless in that moment. (laughs) I felt helpless. Yeah. But we are going to delve into that because I think it's hugely relatable for fathers, especially first-time fathers. But also I think for women to maybe be able to support their partners, they'll get something out of this. But before we crack on with anything, a massive shout out to our sponsors, feedingfriend.com.au. They're the original self-inflating um, arm support pillows for breastfeeding, bottle feeding, um, however you're sitting, however you're feeding, this pillow is for you. Now, I sound like um, a salesperson, but the, cra- but the crazy thing is I was using this pillow before they even jumped on board um, to do this podcast. So I can say from the bottom of my heart, it is a really good pillow and I have one in the lounge room and one in the bedroom and they they help me all the time sometimes sometimes I even lean on them whilst I'm feeding myself (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah they're awesome pillows so if you do want to check them out jump online feedingfriend.com.au and if you use the code word Heidi30 you'll get 30% off bloody bargain yeah um okay Let's delve into this. So can you talk to me about fatherhood in general? So we had Memphis, whoa, God, I can't believe we're going to say this, Five, almost five months ago. Yeah, I think the first, I mean, obviously so much love and joy, you can't hide that emotion. That's just an absolute beautiful thing. Yeah. But I guess on the topic of today, obviously the struggle, I think the first thing that I struggled with was um, losing myself and identity and just didn't know sort of who I was anymore I guess yep. so to speak and uh, I knew I was a father now I knew I was a, a man an adult but I guess you lose your old life straight away as soon as you mm. have or I found this uh, straight away once you've had your son or your daughter and I guess that took a little while to get used to and you know you have to put that life on on uh, sort of hold or you have to really hold hold back on what you used Mm. to do for quite some time until the dust settles but i think it's the initial like it's it's literally a a knife edge it's like one day you're you're doing what you want the next day you're not well it's funny because i think and i think we've talked about this briefly in past episodes but the woman you couldn't understand what i was going through at the start but i lost my identity when i first found out i was pregnant now i'm 
uh, you know, some people take years to get it back from what I've spoke to, you know, but we don't really talk about the male side because I think as a woman, we have time to shed that old self. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we've got the nine months of where there's a lot of restrictions and stuff. Whereas a man, you can't relate to that at all. And so you didn't really like, you're like, you're pregnant, like get over it. Do you know what I mean? But it wasn't just about the physical stuff that was going on. It was also about the mental stuff. And then as a man, it happened to you, you know, like one minute we're in the hospital. It's just you and I, it's just us two. You know, it's coming, but it's still, it's not the same. It's just sort of literally one day you don't have a kid. The next day you do. It's not like you got them part time or casual. It's full time. That's your (laughs) baby, your responsibility. End of story. I look, I wouldn't mind going part time. (laughs) Oh, look, yeah. Take half my wage a quarter. I don't care. But, um, yeah, so that was definitely my biggest issue at the start and getting my head around and, obviously time's gone by now and I find mm. that that's uh that's subsided somewhat uh obviously it's still not 100% but from what it was definitely feel But a lot I think better. that's because you know if you if you have missed our story and you're just tuning in for the first time now um we are currently both unemployed and that's why we just decided you know I'm not going to go back to radio you're looking for a job oh, you have got a job but we're not going to speak too much about it because you haven't signed the contract yet it's pretty much there but pretty much that's you know so that's a big part of I think people's identity is their their work and stuff and so you've had a lot of change around your work as well as changing the home you know yeah I mean obviously our original plan was to get me out of FIFO, like flying uh, in and out, so yeah. not staying at home all the time. And that was a big thing to get my head around because I'd done it for, well, the whole time we've been together and the last seven and a half years, I think yeah. is So, you know, changing my work was, um, you know, a big thing to get my head around, which I'd got my head around and then came back to Perth and then obviously we changed our plan with you being the um, main breadwinner and then yeah. me being the stay-at-home dad so you know getting my head around that was also a bit of a struggle mm. and that, but can that we talk more time. a little bit about um your relationship with memphis because i think um you know i think the whole helpless thing is like i said hugely relatable because you hear of you know and i've had friends that have been having babies for years and the biggest thing that they've struggled with is their partners being jealous finding that they're resenting their partners because they're not getting the attention and stuff that they used to get. Things are different. There was, you know, once two, now there's three. Yeah. Um, you know, you probably feel physically you're doing a, a lot more right now because, you know, of like the chores kind of stuff because obviously I'm feeding the baby, you know, he he's, he basically needs my attention a lot because yeah. I'm breast full-time breast for express breastfeeding like or you know um (laughs) i'm expressing as well as breastfeeding um so can you talk about that kind of side of things yeah i mean i wouldn't say i resent you because obviously you're spending so much time with him there are times that it's like it would be nice to have a little bit more you know time together Mm. um which i totally understand you need to give that to him and i think you do the best job that you can yeah you could do more for me yeah. but at the end of the day i know you, you you can't because you need to have that time with memphis to keep him settled and and happy and you know you keeping him settled and happy makes me happy as well i can yeah. see you two being together and also seeing your child happy and peaceful is also good um so i guess off the back of that like i was saying it's nice seeing you know uh your son peaceful and happy but there's been times that i've tried to do that and just can't and it's it's frustrating because 
you know, I can just about 99% of the time give them to you and you can settle him, whether that be with a cuddle, the way you talk to him, your voice, or feeding him, or, or even just him like nuzzling into your breast yeah. or anything like that. That to him is home. So unfortunately, I don't have that. Anymore. It was your home. Well, yeah, it was my <laughs> home. Yeah, I know. Someone's cut me grass. <laughs> so yeah, I guess um, getting my head around that's... Um, been tough because you do feel helpless and you go shit it's my son mm. not that I control him but I should be able to help him when he is in need of help when he's crying and you know I guess I do need to cut myself slack at times because we are first time parents and it's all yeah. new and, and babies they just kind of not always they have a bit of a one tone and it's a cry and yeah. you don't know what they need if they need feeding a nappy change want some fresh air they're too hot they're too cold or just want to cuddle it's hard to know and as we're going by we are getting to know a little mm. bit of his cries as oh that's a, a tired cry oh, that's a feed you know yeah. a hungry cry so but yeah just what are those emotions like though like in those because i'll sometimes and you know i'll speak from where we've been this week like just on the road like i'll you go, no, no, I've got it, I've got it. And then I can hear that high-pitched scream that he goes to. And then I come in and you've got really flustered cheeks because sometimes you get <laughs> you get rosy cheeks when you're feeling angry or stressed, like emotions. What do you feel in those moments? Yeah, it's a real mixture of emotion. Like I know in public I get a bit angst when he's getting out of control. I think that's both of um, us though I think yeah. and I think that's a lot of people and I have so many people say to me don't stress about babies crying and it's true but it's just more like oh sorry you know yeah. sorry that he's ruining you well a yeah. lady told us the other day that she couldn't talk to me unless I took, you took the baby outside yeah. because his scream was so Too loud noisy. but yeah I think I feel yeah the angst um, but also I feel like I just I freeze, I, I pause a bit, mm. and it's sort of like, shit, I don't know what to do, and I've tried so you, the thing, so, and then... You go in fight or they, flight they mode, and your of, body goes they into... They sort of feed off the energy as well, yeah. so, in a negative way, so they can feel your energy, and then that probably heightens their 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 cry, or whatever it is they're actually wanting, mm. so... Um, Why do you, um, and I don't know if other guys are like this, but, you know, because the mum tends to be around the child more, especially if they're breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's not for everyone, but um, huge generalisation. Um, but why is it that when the mum suggests what you could do, that the dad struggles to, to kind of do it? Well, it's kind of like me saying, okay, I can show you how to uh, be an electrician, but you'd be shit at it, right? <laughs> no, but like... Because I know how to do it, and you, <laughs> you've been like, around it. You're, you're familiar with the job more than I am because you're mm, around him more. But like, I've been working whilst you've been at home mm, with him, so of course you're going to be better at it. Well, not, it's not even it. about being better. Do you well, know what I mean? No, it's it just, is. You've it's... got the knack, which is better. <laughs> Call it what you want, but, do you but think it is. But do you think it's, it is that maternal instinct that sometimes that women are just born with like i wouldn't say born well because i'm sure there's yeah, a lot of fathers really. that are sometimes better than the mother and that's not to say you're a bad parent either side it's mm. just where you're at and you know i've heard a lot of parent or dads say that you know the first year or two is quite hard because they are so reliant on the uh the mother but yeah. then that turning table does start to happen after x amount of time and then mm. you know probably the mother feels like resentment to maybe the kid because now you know the kid's hanging off the dad because the kid's now coming to life and oh shit I dad can dad tinkers with cars i want to help my dad's in the garden <laughs> no you know, he'll all the be stuff that he'll be do. watching the housewives <laughs> with me because he started oh. so young yeah um, but yeah, like, because, you know, like, I'll put a real soft little voice on and sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You don't want to do that? 
No, that's not really the male thing. Like you might talk to him in a lighter voice, but that's where I guess your <laughs> what's your baby voice? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Hello, Memphis. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, little man. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone like has their baby voices, don't they? But yeah, you, you seem to go above and beyond with your your songs and stuff like that and you sing to him and it's you know it's a female voice versus a male's voice well also i just sing random songs from les miserables because i love that <laughs> musical and i don't know the full words to all the songs but i just sing little snippets it's like i do a melody <laughs> but you know i think it's that harmony that you know it's peaceful it's kind it's nice so mm. that brings him down but yeah, I guess, yeah, so I sort of, I get angst and I get a bit stressed and a bit like, you know, you, you lock up a bit and, you know, when you said, like, when there's times that say you've come in and, you know, you said, oh, can I help out? I know that you get stressed, so then I'm like, well, I don't want that, so I want to try and per- persevere, you know, I want to try and keep yeah. pushing through. but I think we spoke about this, I think we spoke about it when we talked about the eight-week leap and sometimes it stresses me out even more just hearing you attempt it because I know that I can probably, well, you know, 95% of the time help. Do you think that's half the problem, but because we are going, <laughs> I'll give it to mum and then job done yeah. and not actually giving me a chance. We're not pushing through. And that's why I do like to persevere, but it is hard because... Well, so maybe I, I persevere, need to walk away or something. I think so, but at the same time I get it, there is that line and I need to go, okay... I haven't succeeded. I mm. need to pass him on. It's fine. It will, you know, we'll keep trying. We will yeah. get better. A bit like with the bottle feeding, like we had yeah. a real bad stage there and he's cracking it now. He's absolutely like nailing drinking a bottle. Since we've been um, on the road. like The last and, probably, yeah, five or six nights every afternoon. If everyone, if anyone is struggling and like, of course it won't work for everyone, but we wanted to have at least one bottle a day so that we kept him on it. So if he goes to his grandparents or, you know, because we want, if we want a break or if I've got something on in the day or whatever, or if you can have him on your own. And I know you connected with him when he was feeding. We, I offered it to him like he could feed himself again. And he's almost five months and we changed the bottle to a pigeon one back to a bottle and it worked and he, he now feeds himself he holds it yeah himself. it's like he's a big boy now he's you know he he's wants a, to be in control he, he wants to be in control down his gob he'll do that yeah so maybe offer it to them like you know so that they can hold it themselves i'd say the big key is to get them when they're calm as yeah. well when they sort of start to lose it we found that that didn't work but it just sort of all of a sudden he just mm. felt like yeah. i want to be independent so yeah, I guess there's a bit of us to blame that, you know, you get upset, so you want to take him, and I go, oh, bugger it, I'll just give him to you, and then you can settle him, which is good, like I say, to have your kids settle, but I think we need to push through, so then mm. that will then maybe help me be able to settle him a bit more. Yeah. Um, but it all takes time, like I know that, and I know that, you know, there's days that it doesn't matter what I do, or even what you do, he just wants the other, and we just got to accept that. And yeah. It's not about like, oh, he doesn't like me, it's just... They're a kid. They, they don't know exactly what they want, but sometimes they don't want something different. Like most days we like, you know, chocolate and ice cream, but today we want strawberry. Yeah. don't know why, but that's just what I want, and that's like a kid. Yeah. So. Do you this, – this might be a tough question. Um, how do you – like you've – you know, we talked about your identity changing and you becoming a father and all that kind of stuff. Like do you have a love-hate relationship with him, do you think? I think oh, hate's obviously a pretty brutal word. Yeah, I don't mean that in like... He frustrates the living hell out of me. Yeah. Like, there's no denying that. But I, I think I might have said before, like, I think there's... And I think it's starting to swing. Um, but I'd say there's 
more times that he frustrates you than good times, but the good times, hands down, outweigh the bad times. Like, you forget the bad times very quickly. And I think mm. the bad times are, like, when he wakes you up in, in the middle of the night because <laughs> sleep everyone needs. And when you have a broken sleep and it's a common broken sleep, yeah. like, every night, it's frustrating. And you wake up and you're only half-charged or, or whatever. And, like, this morning he'd been whining from about 4 a.m., uh, 5 a.m., something like that. And it's just like, you can't really sleep when the mm. kid's whining. We can't yet. We yeah. might in time, we'll get deaf to it. But yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> we're it's both sweating our balls. Oh, I don't have balls, but we're yeah. both sweating. In the cab of our van. Because we don't want to put the aircon on because you'll be able to hear it. And then the, I tried to open the window, but the cars, you can hear it too loud. So. Do you, I guess like this is something like, you know, some fathers I think struggle with, um, you know, post postnatal depression and stuff as well and anxiety and all that kind of stuff and, you know, not being able to bond with their, their, their sons or daughters. Do you think you've bonded with Memphis? Yeah, I think I do. I mean, definitely you bond more with him and I think like we are saying before... It's not a competition. No, it's not. No, but what <laughs> oh, I'm saying Let's talk is, about you. No, but what I'm saying is like... I know I don't fun. bond no, with him. <laughs> I don't bond with him as much because I guess you're the main bonder, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, and I think in time that's going to swing and I think that'll be a good topic, you know, for mm. when it does because that's going to crush you. Fuck going, that. What happens to my boy <laughs> wanting me all the time, you know? He's my boy. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, I think we have uh, a good amount of time together. Yep, it would be nice if we had a little bit more time, I think. But uh, I think he's still too heavily reliant on you. And in, in time and as time goes by, I think that will start to change where he'll be a little bit more aware of, like, oh, what's Dad doing? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm interested, you know. At the moment, he's still developing through those stages of, you know, figuring out what I'm doing and is he actually of use to me, you know. I think you're a marvellous dad and I see that and that makes me even more attracted to you. You know, when you drive me up the wall from other reasons, I just remember how amazing you are as a father. Well, I appreciate that. Like, honestly. That's why I say, like, because, you know, we're not all perfect in all of our lives in all different areas. No. But I genuinely, if you piss me off, that's what I always bring myself back to because I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting emotional. Um, <laughs> because I genuinely see the connection that you have with him and the love that you have with him. Do you think that... Um, the love was straight away or do you think it's grown or like well how do you think because you know some people they say they don't feel it straight away and it's something that grows over the time yeah i think it's definitely grown and that's probably now that he's smiling that you can see yeah. his emotions are starting to come to life which that you know it's kind of like seeing the first of this and it's the like gives you like really flutters in your like, tummy cool. doesn't it <laughs> like i think yesterday i probably had one of the nicest sessions with him when i because i bottle fed him a lot when i'm when he was first born and i yeah. missed that you know, it was really it was nice. And, and it wasn't then, because I didn't want to breastfeed. It was because I just struggled and then we kind of wanted to keep it balanced. Yeah. And so yesterday, like, I fed him, you know, three bottles in probably half an hour and then we mm. sat there and just smiled at each other and, like, giggled. And, you know, that's really cool. Like, uh, you know, you might think, oh, it sounds a bit lame or whatever. But if you've, been, if you've been down that path, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it is such a beautiful But I think moment. a woman could relate to that if oh. she's, you know, if she's bottle or breastfeeding. Because, Absolutely. Um, you know, not just dads, like, having that connection through there. I think that's why mums genuinely love, you know, the ones that I spoke to that especially love breastfeeding. You know, they do get that connection. Now, unfortunately, not everyone can breastfeed. And that 
Um, and you know, for several different reasons, we've done a whole podcast on that. Um, so I don't want, you know, I don't want to sit here and go like, it's the best thing ever because for me, that's how I feel. But I also have seen people go through, you know, the struggle of, um, and you know, I guess like you get that beautiful connection just by bottle feeding him. So I'm sure that they feel the same way. Yeah. That was the example, I guess, that came to mind because that was fresh and yesterday, but it was even after that. And even this morning, even though I was asleep, it was just me and him going for like an Mm. hour and a half walk. And I knew it gave you a break to have a rest. I know, but I had to sleep. I just wish I could have like watched Housewives or something. (laughs) That's the thing. That shit can wait. You've got to get your sleep when you can because I'm not going to take you for another walk today so you can watch your Housewives. (laughs) No, I think I might go for a walk today without you guys what are you looking at what no you're not <laughs> you've already been for your walk today you can, yeah you can take him and give me an you hour just gave me a real myself. weird look oh you got weird earrings on oh i've got <laughs> no i've got um earrings that don't match <laughs> no but it's just weird oh um, um anyway what's your advice to other mums other fathers out there that could be going through this exact same thing of helplessness I don't know. I've got nothing. <laughs> you said that before. Didn't no, you I, started recording. I don't know. It's hard. Why have you got nothing? Say that. Say what you said before we started recording. Oh, I don't know because, because I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, and right. I mean, like, I know. If I'm, someone has figured it out, make sure you let us know. I think it's that, like you said to me, when I've struggled through the different challenges that I've had through motherhood, um, don't be too hard on yourself and be kind yeah and, and I, I guess think... that's where you got your partner to back in and yeah. go it's all right and I, I know deep down you know things are okay and we're tracking fine they yeah. just are bloody frustrating do you at times. think that i'm supportive of you in your helpless moments um well yes because you're taking them off me and that is a, a relief for me but like i say that's something i think we need to work on and i need to push through and you sometimes need to, i'm uh, like out. for fuck's sake yeah, and I can see that in you. You don't go off at me, but I can see you're frustrated at me because I can't help, which I get that. But then again, I go, well, how about all the shit that I do around the place and you don't do that? But you know what? That's something that I'm happy to do. I think do you and I forget do do sometimes well. that I still do do stuff. Okay, 5%, I'll give you that. Hey, I cook sometimes. I make salads. 3%, I wash the clothes. 2%, no, you're doing I... nothing. <laughs> So, yeah, doing that once a year doesn't really cut the mustard, but I know Fuck the off. things that I do. It's all right. Sorry for the swearing. Yeah. Just got passionate. <laughs> Come alive and raw from you. <laughs> um, yeah, so anything else to add before we wrap it up? No, I just I just think, you know, you, you got to just keep pushing through. Support one another. That's the best you got, and uh, things will get better. And like I say, as time's gone by, I've gotten a better connection with them. And I'm sure you will with your kids if you're in the same problem or having the same problems as what I've had. Mm. Um, and I think, do you think like guys need to reach out and talk about this stuff a little bit more? Because it is something that I'd say majority of them go through. Yeah, I guess so. I think, you know, it's probably handy if you've got a mate that's going through, um, or that's had, got a kid at the same age. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a bad thing to reach out and just check in and say, hey, how are you going? And they might say, all oh, good. Or they might have the same problems. And it's just bouncing like questions off each other and advice and I think that's how you can probably get through these tough times and mm. but I do think the key is you know having a supportive partner for both sides so you, you can get through those shit times because they're there they can see it they're they're in your life so yeah they know how you feel and how you're getting on so when you are feeling down they need to be able to back in and go it's all good and vice versa so. give me a kiss 
you go. You're awesome. Um, well, if you are loving the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, and if you do feel called to give us a review on iTunes, we'd absolutely love that. And thank you to everyone who has done that so far. Honestly, it fully melts our heart. Um, but a massive shout out to feedingfriend.com.au, um, the original self-inflating arm support pillow for breast or bottle feeding. Like I said, I'm not bullshitting you. Game when, when When I, I genuinely have used this from the get-go, it is an awesome pillow. And if you do want to get around it, make sure you jump online, feedingfriend.com.au, um, and make sure you use the Heidi 30 to get 30% off. Uh, we love you guys. You're doing an awesome job as being parents, and um, we're sending all the positive vibes to you. Um, and obviously, if you feel like checking out our holiday snaps, <laughs> you might want to go to our Instagrams because, oh yeah, Some we are ones. in heaven. Yep. Um, but if you have any topic ideas, make sure you check out our website, HeidiLeeAnderson.com.au. Lots of love. See Bye. Ya.